I wanted to write you a letter so you can read it when you wake up. Maybe it will make you happy. Every morning when I step out and you're asleep behind me, I find a little piece of sadness in me. I carry it in my chest down Voyager Road. Every step I take, it grows. By the time I reach the fuel station, it has filled me entirely. I step on the light rail and look back. Sparks fall from the bow collector. I know it will be like this until late afternoon, when I get off the 42 and walk back to you. You, you, every step I take will get lighter. It almost makes me run. Sometimes I do. I can't believe I met you. I can't believe the happiness I feel with you. You have a vast, vast soul, and I will always, always, always try to figure out whether or not Lost is a good TV show. Hi, welcome to All the Best Podcasts Have Daddy Issues, a podcast about whether or not Lost is a good TV show. I'm your host, Nolan Pavlich. And I'm Emma May. And we're here to talk about Season 2, Episode 20, Two for the Road. Before we dive in, what was that quote from? Oh, that was uh, from a video game called Disco Elysium. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a love letter you can find in the game. Tim just finished it. It sounds like a really oh, cool yeah. game. Very, like, oh, story-driven. Oh, it's incredible game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those ones where you play it and then there's no, like, um, fighting in it. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you think like, oh yeah, video games actually don't have to be about killing things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird that they basically all are, actually. Maybe that's something we could examine at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Emma, how's it going? What you? What, what are your thoughts on Two for the Road? I, this episode really bummed me out. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a bummer. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, I, I did like it there were some questions i had like um up until the end i i obviously i didn't remember that everything kind of has the twist at the end Mm -hmm. in this episode so um up until the end i was kind of like why is this the anna lucia episode this seems really out of place but then it kind of comes together so um Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good episode it's a bummer um it's a little funny that we did our last episode and are now doing this episode. I feel like the the article is is so carried over into this one. Like it just really you kind of understand a little bit more context of the article going into this yes. episode. The timing is just kind of goofy. Yes, absolutely. Well yeah, so I mean this is uh Michelle Rodriguez and Cynthia Watros who play Anna Lucia and Libby um both get you know killed off at the end of this episode we'll talk about it and um the fan speculation is that they were both written off because uh they had gotten DUIs in Hawaii or uh, basically around the same time like they did on the same night um which is hard to really get to the bottom of if that's why um the showrunners have always said, like, that wasn't it. It's pretty hard to take anything they say mm-hmm. at their word at this point. But even even still, I think there was also times when they did kind of say, like, yeah, I mean, that basically was it. Mm-hmm. They, the, the official reason that they always gave was that Anna Lucia, or Michelle Rodriguez was only Anna Lucia for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, when they went to kill her off, 
they realized that the character wasn't likable enough for it to be like a big deal that they killed her off. So they killed off Libby as well so that the audience would care about it, which, I, I mean, they're not wrong, I think. Um, I kind of think they should have maybe had more uh, confidence in themselves with Anna Lucia as a character. I think it would have been fine without Libby. I think yeah. it still would have felt... It still would have been a good episode, and it still would have felt bad at the end. But, I mean, maybe right. they're right. Maybe it just wouldn't have really... Maybe everyone would have been like, oh, yeah, Michael <laughs> Michael did what we as the audience were waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. so. But even still, like, if that is the case, unlikable characters are still fun to have in the mix, too. You know, mm -hmm. like, even Sawyer, right, is oftentimes well, just totally despicable, but, he but he's so charming. <laughs> audience didn't like Anna Lucia at sure. all. Sure. But the reason for that is because they basically make her like cold from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And then like her all her introduction is is her being absolutely awful to Sawyer and Michael and Jin on the other side of the island. And then we finally get you know what happened on the other 48 days, but it doesn't it's not quite enough to explain why she's like that and um, I think it just, they reached a point where it's like, well, there's not anything that we're going to be able to do with her. I guess so. At the end of the day, I kind of feel like it's Michelle Rodriguez. And even mm -hmm. if I don't like her, like, character, I would still want to see her on screen. I think she's yeah. a really great actress. Yeah, she's so good. Kind of a bummer that they let her go so early. Mm-hmm. But all right, well let's uh, let's jump into it. Uh, this episode aired May third, two thousand and six. It was written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Christina M. Kim, who we've talked about both of them before. I will say I have a much greater appreciation for Elizabeth Sarnoff now. I think we talked about it last time how she worked on Deadwood, mm -hmm. um, but she also was a writer and producer on Barry uh, throughout its entire run. Um, so, I mean, I would honestly say Deadwood is in the running for, like, greatest TV shows of all time. Uh, I think most people tend to give it to Sopranos, but, um, I certainly wouldn't laugh anyone out of the room for saying Deadwood. Uh, and then, yeah, Barry's fantastic. Lost, we don't know whether or not it's a good TV show. Uh, but she's, she's doing alright, uh, track record-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it was directed by Paul Edwards. Uh, so this episode starts uh, where the last one left off. Uh, Jack and Kate are in the jungle. Kate immediately starts tending to Michael as he's just kind of passed out in front of them. Jack wants to go chase after the others, thinking that um, they sent him out. But Kate convinces him uh, not to, and they go to help Michael instead. Um... And then we see Anna Lucia in the hatch uh, making food for Henry while Locke sleeps. And then we get our first flashback. Um, so we're back at the precinct and Anna Lucia's mom confronts her outside of her car. Um, and mm -hmm. just fair warning audience, I might kind of oscillate between Anna Lucia and Anna because her mom calls her Anna. I'm not crazy. When she yes. was first introduced, <laughs> I was like, is it Anna or Anna? But um, so yeah. uh, Anna Lucia starts to um, kind of get done with her shift and her mom interrogates her. 
And Alice just stops answering questions. Um, and her mom asks that they go for a drive. So Annalise's mom brings her to the autopsy of Jason, the man that she shot a week ago. Yeah. And, oh, I will say, did yeah. you notice in the parking lot of the police station, the numbers on the cars? I did not, no. Yeah, all there's a bunch of police cars lined up, and they all have, like, the car number on the top of it, and it they have it lined up where it's, like, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, oh. all in a row. Okay. Gotcha. Yep, that went right over my head. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty easy to miss. So after they, they leave the precinct parking lot, um, they go to Jason's autopsy. Um, Anna Lucia's mom is, is really trying to get her to confess. Um, they found the gun at the crime scene with the registration filed off. There weren't prints or witnesses. But I've got to say, mm-hmm. like, if I'm Anna Lucia, I'm not leaving the gun at the crime scene. That seems yeah. crazy. Like, I just can't believe that they wouldn't be able to trace it back to her, even with the registration missing. Because isn't it like a certain type of gun that gets issued to cops? Well, she probably just got a burner gun for it, right? Or a uh, uh, something something that couldn't be traced back sure. to her. Sure. I'm assuming, at least. I mean, she clearly was very confident that they weren't going to trace it back to her because she, yeah, just chucked it in a dumpster. That's true, yeah. Um, but she plays dumb and asks if uh, they had any idea who did it. And uh, her mom just calls her out. She knows that she's the one who did. Um, and Anna Lucia doesn't confess to anything, but she does make kind of a bratty comment about getting a lawyer and tells her mm-hmm. mom that she, she, you know, she doesn't need her help. Um, and her mom begs her to confess and tells her, you're a police officer. If you don't respect me, at least respect that. So she quits. She hands in her badge. And um, not to beat a dead horse here, but, like, we talked about this the last episode, and I, I don't have any sympathy for her. And I guess maybe that does kind of go back to the audience wanting her gone. I still really like Michelle Rodriguez and think that is an interesting character. But mm-hmm. even, I don't know, it's hard to have any sympathy for her either. It's like, I guess I do kind of see both sides to it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I She she killed him because she, because he killed uh, her uh, kid, yeah. right? Her, or at least that's how she's perceiving it. Um, I feel like it's. I mean, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, it's it's almost unrealistic in the sense that like everyone is, everybody is acting like, oh my god, did Anna Lucia do this? But it's like, if that was, if we're actually talking about the LAPD, they would cover that murder up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Her mom would be like. We yeah. gotta take if care her of this, mom's sweetie. The captain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no chance that anyone would be like conflicted over what Anna Lucia. Did. Right, right. That's a fair point. <laughs> um. Uh, back in the hatch, Anna Lucia goes to feed Henry, but he gets her with. I mean, would you say the oldest trick in the book? Yeah. He like kind of mutters underneath his breath, and she can't hear him, so she leans in, and then he. 
he headbutts her and starts choking her. Um, uh, she says that she killed uh, two good people who were just trying to leave them alone. I mean, his... Whenever he talks about this stuff, it's easy, I guess, because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were, like, snatching people and just dragging them into the jungle. Right. Like, it's not like... It's not like it was, like, unprovoked or something. Um... Uh, but yeah, he's attacking her and he's choking her up until Locke comes in and uh, smacks him over the head with his crutch. Um, um, otherwise, Anna Lucia, I think, uh, dies there. Uh, we do get our second flashback. Um, Anna Lucia is now a TSA agent, which is hilarious. It's Yeah, it's, it's a really good trajectory. It's a fun friend. Um, mm-hmm. To be fair, that. There are only two types of TSA agents. Uh, the ones that are bored out of their mind and don't care, and then the ones that have probably killed somebody. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I feel that's like true. <laughs> it's a good match yeah. for her. Um, that's fair. But uh, her shift ends, and she winds up at the bar next to Christian, of all people. And mm-hmm. um, this is right after he's been outed by Jack for drinking and doing surgery um and he's now wasted at the bar uh Anna Lucia and Christian both share with each other that they're no longer in their original professions and they kind of hit it off over being miserable people um yeah so I will say this is I think my biggest issue with this episode yeah the the flashback this element of the flashbacks um I don't necessarily mind that first one where, you know, she quits the force Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily mind the last one, which we'll get to, but the stuff with Christian, I just, I do not buy that she would be willing to talk to him for more than two seconds. Right. Um, at all. I think that this just happens so quick and it, it feels a little bit, a lot of the stuff that... So, so, like, in Boone's flashback, when we see Sawyer sitting in the police station, um, and then we get that explained later on, or, like, even later in this episode when we see Sawyer uh, in the flashback, those kind of things feel earned. This one does not feel earned at all. No, it feels weird. Um, It feels like we needed another Anna Lucia episode in between her last one and this one. Kind of, maybe, I don't know, setting the scene more? I don't know, it just... uh, uh, insane that she would spend that much time, like, especially when, uh, we already got the Sawyer thing of Sawyer spending time with, uh, Jack's dad. Right. Um, it, it feels like a weird kind of almost rehash and yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not on board for it necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I can see I mean, the next part of the conversation is that they kind of bond over that parent son or daughter dynamic and that's interesting but i yeah it just seems like a stretch that she would go across the world with this like random sad guy that she like they don't really have any like real chemistry they just like bond over not being in their professions and then having like that more familial bond in the workplace which is interesting on its own but i don't know that it anything other anything major would come out of it it seems very forced yes 
I, I would say it's kind of the same criticism I had with um, the long con, where uh, Sawyer tries to con um, Cassie, mm-hmm. and then she immediately wants to like join up with him. Right. It yeah. just feels like it needed something in there where... Anna Lucia runs into Christian again and she feels like she can't get away from this guy. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of wears her down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, yeah, it just... Uh, there's no... I mean, a guy who's, what, 30 years older than her in an airport bar offering to take her to Sydney? Like, that's the skeeviest thing he could be doing. Yeah. Really. At least that they're going to be able to show on network TV. <laughs> like, it, there's... That's the guy that you steer clear from. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, she's arrested guys like that before, for sure. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, very forced, kind of weird. But they, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. He also gives her some kind of bad line about fate bringing them together, which... Yeah, just felt so icky. I I don't know that whole dynamic just seemed like a really weird, gross pickup line that the audience is supposed yes. to be like, oh, maybe it is fate or something like that. And I don't really want to yeah. give it that much credit, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I think I agree. It still does not feel earned. Yeah. Uh, whereas it has in the past when they've done the fate lines. Right. Right. Um. But yep, he asked her to be a bodyguard in with him in Australia, uh, and then they pick out names for each other. She picks out Tom for him, and he picks Sarah oh, yeah. for her, which is also weird because that's Jack's ex-wife's name. Like, yeah, the it, whole thing. It is adds off. an extra layer of sleaze on top of it, and I, that is another thing that's just like that only makes sense for them to do because they need to cover their ass for why. Anna Lucia doesn't know that this is Jack's dad. Right. Um, because otherwise, it's very... The codename thing doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense from Christian's perspective. Why would he care whether or not she knows his name? Right. She just told him... He, he As they were sitting at the bar, he told her, uh, you know, his whole story about his about getting losing his license. Like, what else did... What could she learn about him? I mean, I guess we'll find out, but... Um, yeah, it doesn't, it just doesn't track. Yeah, it doesn't land. Yeah. Um, back on the island, Anna Lucia is taking a look at her cut, uh, when Libby comes up and asks what happened, and Libby tells her not to do anything stupid. Um, uh, back in the hatch, Locke asks Henry why Henry didn't hurt Locke. Uh, because he had the opportunity to, but instead he attacked Anna Lucia. Um, and Henry says it's because Locke is one of the good ones. Um, and he says that, uh, his own people would kill him. Um, because the man is a great man, but he's an unforgiving man. And, uh, Henry failed in his mission, which he says was, uh, that he was coming for Locke when he got captured by Rousseau. Um, oh, he's got Locke like is, figured out, so... Yes. It, it, so it's so, fun. like, surgical into... He knows exactly how to make Locke um, feel special. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's really keyed in on that. Um, 
Anna Lucia tracks down Sawyer, who is gathering mangoes from a tree, letting them go into the uh, the river. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, you know what? I bet you those mangoes nice and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, she asks Sawyer for a gun, but he refuses. Um, so our third flashback happens, and Anna Lucia mm-hmm. um, wakes up in the middle of the night. She grabs a drink and looks out at the skyline. And of course, now we know that we're in Australia because there is the Sydney Opera House. How I have it in in bold in my notes. It's so funny that they did it again. Oh my god! I can't wait to see that happen as the show goes on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Christian knocks on her door at four a.m. and tells her that they have to go. Uh, they drive to a residential. They drive to a residential area while listening to Patsy Cline. Um, yeah, which this is the first time we've heard it outside of a Kate episode, right? Am I yeah, I think that? so. I think you're yeah. right. Unless, me, were they playing a record in the hatch before? Oh, they were. Yes, that's true. You're right. Uh, yeah, so they're listening to Patsy Cline. Um, Christian gets out of the car and knocks on the door of a house and a, a blonde woman opens up and they yell back and forth and he says that he wants to see his daughter and that he pays the mortgage on the house they're like really getting into it uh mm-hmm. and he tries to push his way into the house which prompts Anna Lucia to run and pull him away and as she's doing yeah. so the Australian woman yells you need help and Anna Lucia looks back at her like she's just heard some kind of like sign from beyond um which i thought was very funny because if i were that woman that would be the exact same thing that i would yell (laughs) somebody trying to yeah i don't know i just maybe this is just where anna lucia realizes she helped enable this guy to be a gigantic creep sure sure um but yeah i thought that was uh yeah yeah kind of a funny scene where i thought that like what they were trying to do with all the fate and like tying yeah. things together maybe didn't like fully land the way that they wanted it to but um right and we can cut this out i'm not trying to do anything here but like you got to know where the storyline's going right i don't know if we want to um, leave that in but like it's so no, obvious i don't know what you mean <laughs> well so let's see let's obvious. think of all the australian characters we know yeah Um, with blonde hair yeah (laughs) so so it's uh yeah i think it's pretty clear that christian's daughter is uh the psychic that claire goes to see that tells her that he must be raised by another Mm -hmm. um no yeah i don't know i mean this is this is where you get immediate theories i remember seeing all of that when the show came out um Obviously, the immediate thing you jump to is, is Claire Christian's daughter? Um, And then it's like, well, the woman that he's arguing with is really young. That's true. Like, there's just no chance that that's Claire's mom. Mm -hmm. Um, But who knows? Maybe it's uh, Claire's sister or something. It's, uh, but yeah, uh, definitely, uh, definitely it is trying to make you wonder whether or not Claire is uh, um, Christian's daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I guess, by extent, Jack's half-sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back on the island, Hurley asks Saeed uh, for help with Libby. He wants to take the radio that they played music out of and 
get it to work again. Um, they have a whole thing where Hurley talks about how awesome the movie Say Anything is. Have you seen that movie? Ages ago, and I only remember the one scene from it. Yeah, that's all anybody remembers from it. That's one of those weird things where it's like, Oh, this... I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say there's no fans of Say Anything. I'm sure it's a fine movie. I, I Same thing, though. I've seen it a long time ago, and that's the most memorable thing from it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Who's that actor um, that does it? It's John Cusack, John right? John Cusack. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, Saeed says, well, you're not really going to be able to get anything from this, from this radio. Uh, you'll just get static, and... Uh, why don't you instead, um, just before she died, uh, me and Shannon had sex on this one <laughs> beach, so mm-hmm. you should, uh, you should take Libby out there. So yeah, <laughs> that's such a weird, weird thing to suggest. <laughs> that's such a, I don't know, I think that's so funny. And then Hurley um, wants to go along with it. Like, I don't oh, think yeah, Hurley, there's a solid chance Hurley doesn't know what sex is, though. <laughs> that's so true. it's possible that he's real innocent in this. Um, and hey, speaking of sex, uh, uh, Anna Lucia wants Sawyer's gun, um, and she tries to fight him for it. He, uh, doesn't pull punches and just straight up beats her up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, uh, instead, um, uh, goes for option two and starts making out with him and, uh, they, uh, they get down to business. What was it that she said... Oh, she taps that ass. Isn't that what she said yes. to Jack? About yes. Kate? Yeah, so, so oh, Anna Lucia finally got a chance to tap that ass. <laughs> cool. Yep. Well, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get our next flashback. Uh, Anna Lucia is driving Christian, uh, you know, around in Sydney. Um, they must have mm-hmm. traveled pretty far because it's... It's daylight now, and it was, like, dark and pouring rain uh, in the last scene. But yeah, they have a back and forth. Uh, Maybe that's the most unrealistic thing about this episode, is that it took them that long to find a bar in Australia. Yeah, (laughs) so true. Um, uh, Yeah, they're just getting on each other's nerves. And um, Anna Lucia Mm -hmm. stops the car and asks Christian point blank... uh, why he is in Australia and he says that he is there because he can't apologize to Jack and thanked him by hating him. I just the amount of deflection after like yelling at a woman and trying to push into her house and yeah. Anna Lucia has to like pull him away but anyway yeah. he's he's wasted he's down bad he's he's having a bad time so mm-hmm. um he gets really defensive too and tells her that she came to australia for the same reason that she's running away um which is fair and he sees that she stopped in front of a cocktail bar he sees that she stopped in front of a cocktail bar and again tells her that it's fate like we get that just kind of weird skeezy line out of yeah. it um and he asked her to come to the bar and drink away their feelings together uh she says no and when he opens the door he ends up hitting sawyer and we know from previous episodes that they end up kind of connecting yeah. at the bar um but christian walks into the bar and leaves Anna lucy in the car mm-hmm. 
And, yeah, last time they ever see each other again, those two best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, back on the island, Anna Lucia tells Sawyer not to tell anybody that they slept together. Uh, she has so obviously stolen his gun, it's insane to me that he didn't see that. I mean, every single Sawyer episode, he has a line like, people just see what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know... You gotta have them looking at that hand so they can't see the other one picking their pocket. Um, and uh, he, uh, yeah, he fell for it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just uh, that horny on the island. Who knows? Um, Libby finds Hurley preparing for um, the picnic that he wants to take her on. And she agrees to go with him. Um, yeah, I mean... You know, I think we've talked already, right, about, like, the Libby Hurley. I, I, I'm not necessarily, like, put off by it, but I am I also wouldn't say I'm 100% on board. But they really lay it on thick this episode, which, I mean, you know, that's what you gotta do for this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it just feels like a... How, did we talk about it before, how it feels like almost like a mom relationship? Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, it it's absolutely so weird. does. Yeah. Um, which is... Maybe it would always feel like that with Hurley, right? Because he's basically just a big child. True. Um, like, he's he's the other 10-year-old on the show. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it it is... it Especially because she has such a, like, calm tone of voice and, like, uh, speaking from a certain space of authority. Behind yeah. his ear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not super into it, but I'm also, I'm, I'm kind of just like completely neutral on it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's both of them as characters are charming enough that I don't, it doesn't like fill me with disgust. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna Lucia returns to the hatch. Oh, wait a second. Um, Yeah. Jim giving the thumbs up to Hurley was very Oh, we're cute. not there yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, uh, I've i got plenty to say about okay. that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Anna Lucia returns to the hatch and sees Jack there, who's brought Michael. Um, Jack asks about the cut on her forehead and lock covers for her, saying that he left the tap on in the bathroom and she slipped. Um, honestly, might as well just say... You know, sorry, Jack, I left my banana peel lying on the ground. Yeah. And uh, Anna Lucia, uh, she was holding a stack of cream pies, and she <laughs> yeah. uh, she slipped on it. And or, like... All of the pies hit her in the face. Sorry, and Jack. And came down. <laughs> sorry, Jack, but I punched <laughs> her. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Michael wakes up, and he tells him about how he found the others, uh, he says that they're um, they're even more worse off than we thought, and they're you know they're dressed in rags and they have no shoes and they're dirty and they live in little teepees. Um, I mean, this runs counter to what we've discovered since then, which is that all of that stuff is, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Uh, but nobody really calls him on it here either, so I guess everyone's just not going to think about that for right now? I don't know. Um, and he says that they have a hatch that they keep guarded, and he wants them to to go back and get Walt. Uh, 
um, once they get all the guns together. Uh, Jack and Locke talk. Um, Locke apologizes, or uh, Jack apologizes to Locke, saying that he and Saeed were right to torture Henry. Uh, very funny that this is one of the few things Jack has ever apologized for in the series, mm-hmm. and it's that he was wrong about torture being wrong. Um, Locke says, hey, well, why don't you just make sure you keep me in mind with when you make your next decision, because I'm sure that's happening soon. Um, and they they agree to go take Kate to go get the, the guns back from Sawyer, while Anna Lucia stays behind to watch uh, Michael and Henry. Um, meanwhile, Hurley is extremely disorganized, taking them, uh, taking him and Libby in circles through the jungle. Um, so she kind of has to end up taking charge again. Uh, it does have the vibes of mom stepping in to help cook the surprise breakfast in bed on mother's day. Mm -hmm. Um, it's got that same thing where she just has to step in and do it. And he tells her to go get wine while she goes to the hatch to get a blanket. Um, and then yeah, Jin gives a thumbs up, uh, as they're standing on the beach talking about it. Um, so that, I was curious, so I actually tracked down the, um, uh, the, uh, script for this episode. Because I was like, is that in there? Because it cuts back after Jin gives his little thumbs up, and it cuts back to Jorge Garcia, and he laughs, and it feels like one of those, like, genuine laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's acting at Daniel, or he's laughing at Daniel Day Kim, not necessarily as Hurley at Jin in the script. Um, it was, uh, they were supposed to see Jin when they walked out on the beach and said, look, we're, we're back at our beach, Jin's ten feet away. And then he was supposed to just kind of wave at them, and then instead they uh, they did the thumbs up, which was really really good. I um, love the thumbs up. That was so oh, cute. Oh, it's it's inc- incredible comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, I think it's probably <clears throat> probably the most popular uh, like meme that came from the show, right? Oh, was really? That thumbs up. I mean, I think so. I I, I guess the other one is Michael yelling Walt. But I think the thing that I always see is like there's like a little gif out there of Jim Jim doing the thumbs up and then it cutting to the title card where it says lost. Oh. And then people would caption it like my dad when he says he knows the way to somewhere but won't ask for directions. And then it's Jim giving the thumbs up and then cut into lost. Mm. Um, that kind of thing. I remember seeing like a bunch of those uh, back on the old internet. Solid. Solid Yeah. Name. <laughs> Jack conf- and Kate and Locke all confront Sawyer. This is um, bizarre to me. I don't know how they thought this was going to work. Uh, Sawyer is reading a script that he's found, um, and Jack tosses it in the fire and then demands the guns back. Um, something that, I mean, just he's guaranteed that it'll never happen by mm-hmm. doing that. I don't understand it at all. Um, and then he holds Sawyer at gunpoint. Sawyer goes to reach for his own gun and then realizes, oh, Anna Lucia stole his gun. And then when Sawyer says that, uh, Locke puts it together uh, and realizes he has to tell Jack uh, the actual reason that Anna Lucia hit her head. Um, yeah, I I mean, this is another one where I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. That's the only way that that could happen. Mm-hmm. Like... 
Jack holding Sawyer at gunpoint would never, ever get Jack the gun. Sawyer would much rather be shot. He'd honestly be thrilled to be shot instead of giving Jack what he wants. Right. And not only that, but didn't Jack just win a ton of mangoes from Sawyer because he could read him like a book and got into his head and now he's just yeah. turning around and doing like brute force yeah and sp- trying to alienate him mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true uh i guess it only applies to poker mm-hmm. back in the hatch anna lucia opens up the the gun safe and gives henry a knife to free himself uh henry says that goodwin thought anna lucia was misunderstood and uh but she killed him and she says, well, he was going to kill me. And Henry says, you know, like, oh, really? Was he? Trying to make her doubt that. Um, he's trying to do what he does to Locke to her, but it's not really working as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she uh, she holds the gun on him. In our last flashback, um, we get another kind of angle of Jack pleading with the gate agent regarding yeah, this is, coffin. This is, what, the seventh time we've seen this? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's, like, it would have been so interesting had they found a way to, I guess, I guess they didn't really do another angle, they just drew out the shot. And I think it would be yeah, so much they, better if they had done the, done it from Anna Lucia's perspective, instead of just the same right. old, same old. Instead of just putting her in the background. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I have his whole thing memorized at this point. We've seen it so many times in the show. But we Why, Chrissy, why can't I just let this go? Well, yeah. It's it is uh uh it might be the most repeated scene in the show, to be honest. Is it gonna I think we've seen the plane crash a few times as yeah. well, but that's kinda stopped now. Mm-hmm. Are we just but going this to get survives. this monologue and then they're gonna pan out and we're gonna see like the entire flight standing behind them like listening yes, to it yes, like exactly <laughs> um that michael it, keaton is there yeah for some reason yeah um <laughs> and so yeah we see it again um and then this i guess triggers anna lucia to uh flip open her cell phone mm-hmm. um and make a call to her mom uh, about how she's made a mistake and that she doesn't want to run away anymore um, and that she wants to come home and, and needs help. And her mom, of course, says that she'll be there when the plane lands to cover everything up like it never happened. Yeah. This this is interesting. Right? I, I mean, I think this is a great scene. Yeah. Um, it's very... Uh, it's the most vulnerable she gets in the whole show, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's interesting. She's the only character that has something tragic happen to her as she's about to get on the plane. Right? Or not as... She, but, like, every other character, their life seems, like, miserable. Like, even Hurley having won the lottery. Like, you kind of... You know, Charlie's, like, a strung-out drug addict. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Kate's a fugitive. Like, it basically... Going to the island helped everyone. But Anna Lucia is the first one that we've had where it's like her life was about to get on track and then this plane crash happened. Right. Yeah. That's very true. 
Back in the hatch, Michael asks Anna Lucia where everyone is. Uh, she's just kind of sitting on the couch in the hatch uh, living room. Uh, she explains how they're going to get the guns from Sawyer, and she tells him about Henry, saying that Henry attacked her, and she wanted to go in and kill him, but uh, she can't. Michael offers to kill him for her, and so she uh, uh, she hands over the gun to him, gives him the combination, and then he apologizes and shoots her. And um, my thought here is there is probably... I would say in the thousands, I bet, videos, edits of this on yeah. <laughs> YouTube of the of him shooting her with the, mm, what you say, the thing from, what was it, the OC, and then Saturday Night Live did the parody of it. Yeah. Um, which, have you watched that at all recently? Uh, SNL? The, no, that just have you seen that clip at all? Like uh, since it came out? Oh yeah, I have. I I think that that is one of the ones that holds up. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Uh, it still is pretty funny. Andy uh, Samberg, what he did for that show. Well, this is my maybe this is uh, we've complained enough about late night talk shows, so maybe this is a good chance for me to complain about something different. Uh, my thing with Saturday Night Live is uh, the live aspect of it does not add anything to the show for me. Yeah. Um, it makes the sketches worse. And so whenever they had those kind of things where they like they filmed something specifically for Saturday Night Live, I always enjoyed them because they they had enough time to like um, really put some good work into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's really true. Um, and I think Andy Samberg was maybe behind them switching to that, like the digital shorts. Yeah, well, that one of those things, I listened to all those podcasts with Bill Hader, and it was him talking about it was really interesting because he always wanted to be a director. And so he said he was super jealous when Andy Samberg got them to start doing that because mm-hmm. he wanted to be able to do that. But instead, he just said he tried to join in as many as he could. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah... I uh, I see all the time on TikToks, people will post clips of, like, old SNL sketches. Um, and I think it's pretty rare that they're actually funny. <laughs> I don't know that there's ever been. Like, everyone's always like, oh, the, everyone's favorite SNL was when you were a kid and you don't like the stuff, that came, the new stuff. But, like, I don't know when. I, I, don't, I don't think there's ever a time when, like... I would watch an episode of SNL and be like, wow, that whole thing was good. It no. sounds like there's just maybe a couple sketches. It's, yeah, it's hit or miss, but when it's good, like, it does stick with me. Like, Tracy Morgan, uh, sure. so funny, Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig. Um, well, some of the funniest people ever have been on the show yeah. as cast members. So, mm-hmm. like, there's plenty of, re- like, I think Tina Fey is really funny, um, the uh like martin short was on it mm-hmm. um uh like there's just so many dana carvey like in yeah yeah dana, yeah there's just some incredible um uh performers on it but it's just like man there's just so much crap that came out of it too yeah and oh, it's, it's the commercial breaks for me i can't stand oh, yeah, they're but bad. um that was it's like just a, wild to me that it became an institution yeah yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it get, 
gets canceled soon, though. I can't imagine that it's... I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just because it takes the Saturday night slot that nobody else... Mm. Like, it's one of the few things that can draw ratings on that night. Because otherwise, yeah, I can't... I can't imagine people are really clamoring for SNL. But then again, people loved it when all the Trump stuff was going on. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, so maybe if, if Trump gets elected again, they'll, they'll get a nice boost. Yeah, Trump could single-handedly save comedy. Yeah, again. <laughs> again, and <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and punk rock for sure. I can't wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, back to the extremely exciting conclusion of the show we're watching. Um the uh yeah michael shoots anna lucia and then libby comes up and is shocked at what's going on and he immediately shoots her twice as well um and then he opens up the gun safe lets out henry and then shoots himself in the arm and that's the end of the episode um yeah libby just being completely caught in the crossfire as she's going to get the blankets for her date i will say i so, like I said earlier, I read the script for this episode, um, and I, I didn't read the whole thing, but I did scroll down to the ending just to see if the ending was basically as scripted, and it was, except for, instead of ending on Michael shooting himself, it was supposed to end with one final shot of Hurley uh, sitting out on the beach with all the, like, picnic supplies around him, just waiting for Libby, um... Which I kind of think they should have done. But maybe it would have killed the momentum of the... Like, the big shocker finale. So maybe they just wanted to keep it on that. Um, mm -hmm. Especially because there's plenty of time for... You know, showing you how tragic it is for Hurley... In the next episode or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, I mean, it's a pretty good twist at the end. I... I don't think you necessarily see it coming. I think you could maybe guess uh, that something's going on with Michael, but I don't think you see him shooting two people and then himself. No, I didn't remember it all coming to a head in this episode. And mm -hmm. I knew that there was like something fishy going on, but I didn't expect it. I, I thought it was a good yeah. twist. Yeah, I think so. Well, especially because I think Michael getting to shoot henry at the end which is kind of what it seems like they're about to do that would still be not a bad ending to the episode like if they mm -hmm. actually did that seeing how like michael's here to do you know to kick ass and all that like that would that would still be interesting so uh, the fact yeah. that they kind of pull it out from under you right away is i think it's it's a good good twist ending Sorry. one thing i want to touch on just like super quick i listened mm -hmm. to a podcast recently about afrofuturism um which okay. is a literary movement rooted in sci-fi and it kind of explores otherness and alternative history and all from a, a black lens and uh -huh. the entire time that i was listening to that podcast i was thinking about all of the things that they could have explored with michael and otherness and yeah. i think that they're like kind of teasing at it in this episode at at the end kind of that like that flipped the the table and you know like what happened to michael um mm -hmm. 
but just wanted to touch on that really quick because we had just talked about the article about how much they could have taken advantage of that in this season and how cool it would have been. But like, I am happy to kind of see Michael having a bigger storyline in this. Yes. It's definitely good to have him back for sure. Um, and I mean, he's got probably the most compelling plot of any of the characters now, mm-hmm. right? Like he kind of cemented himself as being, as like, you want to figure out what's going on with Michael now. Right. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, this episode came in at number 29 on IMDb, so pretty high up there. I think that that's probably about right. I think maybe people were mostly reacting to the twist ending at the end of that Mm -hmm. i would say in terms of the flashback i think the flashback probably drags it a little bit lower than that for me yeah same here just the stuff with christian if they hadn't dived into that as heavily i think it would have been a really good episode like right at that top third yeah it's it's one of those things that makes you Obviously, they can't because he's not alive. Um, Or is he, I guess? I don't know. But um, it feels like it almost should have been a Christian episode with Anna Mm -hmm. Lucia just kind of showing up in it. Um, But they don't want to do that for characters that uh, aren't alive or we don't know what's going on with them. So Uh, instead, it was Anna Lucia and it it just ended up not working as much, I think. But Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Well, next week is Question Mark, um, which is an Echo episode. Nice. Um, so we've got that to look forward to. Uh, but yeah, you know, you can uh, tweet at us or at All the Best Pods. You can email us, All the Best Podcasts at gmail.com. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify and give us a rating if you don't mind. Um, Emma, any idea how many stars you think they should give us? I would say five and above. Five, yeah, five or above. I think that would be good. Um, yeah, one star for every uh, every every individual thing that Hurley forgot to bring <laughs> to his picnic, thus dooming his lower. Yeah, but uh, until next week, get lost. Get lost. Yeah.